Thanks for listening to Mosaic, a Jesus-centered communities podcast. Our goal is to help people experience a Jesus-centered life. You can find out more about us at welcometomosaic.info. We invite you to subscribe to this podcast as well as rate and review it so others can hear it as well. Enjoy the message. Um, you know how many I met at least three families this week moving from Seattle. Um, I think there's one reason why. Russell Wilson, I'm, I'm, I responded, it's about time. I'm like, I'm like you're, you're following Russell Wilson, aren't you? And they didn't say no. They were like, yeah, pretty much. So, But uh, anyways, I'm super excited about that. It's Time Change Sunday. Uh, there's a reason why I'm actually preaching an unsaid, unspoken reason that I'm going to speak, <laughs> that why I'm preaching on Time Change Sunday, because pastors don't even realize they do this, all right? Through no fault of his own, there's four Sundays a year that, that lead pastors just don't preach. Memorial Day, Labor Day, and Time Change Sundays. And for the past two years, I've preached, if not all, most Time Change Sundays, Memorial Day, and Labor Day. And so uh, anyways, so you can kind of count on that, all right? So just put it in your, counter, in your calendar. Next Time Change Sunday, just, just say, Mosaic, we'll have a guest speaker. And I yeah, I bet. Yeah, Jeff laughs. So, <laughs> so uh, anyways, no, but I'm really, really happy to be with you here today. Uh, my message is, um, it's about time, but uh, it's called, it's about time. You can see that. But uh, before I do that, uh, guys, dudes in the room, men, let me hear you do grunts or something, yeah? So, yeah. So um, this Friday, we're putting on an event. It's been a long time since we've done anything like this. Our men's ministry is small group based, and it's awesome, and we love it. But, um, and some of you are part of those little communities, but we're doing a big event this Friday, 6.30, our men's barbecue and comedy night, all right? Men, men love, love to eat, love to eat smoked meat, and so that's what we're doing. And, uh, and then we also have Heath Arthur as our special guest, and you might not know the name. Not yet, he says, <laughs> but um, you've probably seen him. If, you, you know, if you've seen those American financing commercials with Peyton Manning, he's on most of those. And so we told him, we said, we'll double your honorarium, which isn't saying a lot, but we will double your honorarium if you get Peyton Manning to come. And so, but I don't think that's going to happen, but um, let's, let's hope. But anyways, but, um, but he's a great guy. Uh, he's actually... Um, um, I guess with, with, with Louisiana people, the best way to say it is he's kin to the Duck Dynasty guys and, so, uh, and has done a lot of work with them. Uh, he's related and uh, he lives in Colorado Springs, kind of become a friend. And so anyways, he's going to be our special guest. He's funny. He's going to do some stand-up and uh, we're going to talk about Jesus. We're going to talk about all kinds of other stuff and uh, have a great time. But that's this, this Friday coming up at 6.30. You have to register online. So get out your phones right now. Welcome to mosaic.info. Welcome to mosaic.com slash men. Get on there. Do it now. Uh, we had lots, lots of guys sign up in the first service. We, we, have a, we have a good group of men coming. And so super excited about that. And so um, I think it's going to be worth your time. I think it's going to be a worthwhile investment of time. Um, if you could just take one evening, 6.30, we got dinner. We got a good time coming up here. Register. It's 15 bucks a ticket. But, you know, you go out and get barbecue, you're going to spend that. So at least that. So... Um, do that. Can you do that? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So, um, man, it's about time. Time flies, doesn't it? Anybody agree time just flies? You know, today marks four years 
since my dad went to heaven. Today is, is the day. And, um, and I was talking to my mom yesterday, and we were both just saying, it's just, I can't believe it's been four years, you know? Miss him like crazy every day, you know, still. And you think, man, it's been four years ago, but it feels like it's, man, just been half that time, you know? Uh, you know, they say time flies when you're having fun. Time also flies when you're busy, you know, and your life is full and that kind of stuff. Last week is just still a blur to me, you know? But um, time. Today, we're going to be talking about time, all right? I'm going to start with something that's not really talking about time, though, but I'm going to get back around to it. Uh, my text today is a meme I found on Facebook. Uh, you know it's 2022 when a meme can be your sermon text, um, but I, I do have my Bible up here. I promise we're going to do this, and it won't be long, okay? So, <laughs> but uh, here's the meme, and I don't have it on, on the screen or anything, but so, so just listen up. The meme is um, the problem with missing church is eventually you don't miss it. And that's kind of a homonym, play on homonyms right there, right? Where your problem with skipping church is eventually you don't miss it. Problem with missing church is eventually you don't miss it. The idea is if you skip church too much, before long, you're going to be comfortable with the fact that you're missing it. Um, Let's be honest. Can I be human with you? I said this the first service, and everybody looked at each other, afraid to agree with me, me knowing full well that they did, but I think my 1045 crowd here, you guys are a little more real, right? And so I'm going to be a little human with you. Last week, we weren't feeling good, and so we stayed home. Had to stay, you know, these days, if you're sick, it's like, (gasps) so we stayed home, and uh, we watched church on YouTube on the TV, right? In the jammies, on the couch, with the coffee. It was awesome. (laughs) It feels so good to stay home on a cold. Today's a little warmer, but last week it was cold. It was overcast. It was one of those days, oh, if there's ever a day to stay home in the morning. It felt so good to stay home on a Sunday morning, right? Anybody will agree with me that that feels good. You're a little bit better than the nine o'clock. Nine o'clock was all like, I'm not going to say a word, you know. <laughs> it's all here. You're on my, the online audience today. You're all like, you're holding up your coffee mugs going, amen. Revival's breaking out all over the world right now. So, <laughs> but um, you know I'm right on this. Don't get pious with me about that. Let's all agree. It feels good to stay in your jammies under a blanket with your coffee on the... Unless you don't drink coffee, then it it, it can't feel good. But anyways, (laughs) Jeff, Jeff was in the first service and he was over there and I kind of looked at him. He had this half smile on his face like, Paul, what are you, what are you doing? What are you, what are you you saying? You know, now to my credit, when I wrote this, I didn't know Jeff was going to be here. So, you know. But here, he keeps asking me to preach. So, all right, but, you know, but here I am, possibly for the last time. But uh, we'll close in prayer. Hallelujah. Feels good to stay home. See you next week. Probably not. But anyways, but no, there's obviously more to this message, right? So someone posted that meme uh, with, with, with a heart full of good intentions. And I know exactly what they meant. You know exactly what they meant. And, and you might even agree with that. And I totally get it. Essentially, don't miss church because you're going to find yourself disconnected. But when I saw it, I read it differently. Something about it, maybe it's just how my brain works. It's, you know, a little weird. But uh, I read it differently. If you miss 
the problem with missing church is eventually you don't miss it. And my response was, yeah, it's pretty much right on. Because my thought was this. We skip church. Bear with me on this, okay? Just hear me through. We skip church because we know we really wouldn't miss it. That's not an indictment on anyone. It's not an indictment on anyone. It's just how it is. You know, I have a couple of groups uh, within the church and outside of the church that should I miss those groups for any reason, um, man, I miss it. You know what I'm talking about? Anybody, you're part of that? Uh, I was talking to somebody between services, and they're like, uh, they have a Friday night family thing, and he's like, you know, they had another opportunity to do something that was fun, but it's like, man, if we don't get together like that, we really miss it. Anybody else, you have, have those kind of things, whether it's a family thing, a neighborhood thing, or a church thing, or whatever it is, where it's like, man, if I miss that, I, oh, I miss it, you know? Um, if I skipped them for any reason, good or bad. And I, I, I know I joked about it earlier, but I'm so glad to be with you in person here today <laughs> because even though it felt really good with that coffee and that blanket in my jammies on the couch, it feel, I missed being here with all of you. I love the interactions and the conversations and the, the life and the community that we, that we get from one another here, you know? Um, so, so what's the difference, though, between missing something when you miss it. Are you tracking? Or, yeah, I miss it. It's no big deal. What's the difference between those two experiences there? The groups that I'm a part of uh, that I really miss if I miss them. <laughs> I'm going I'm to confuse myself here with that before too long. But I receive a lot of value from them. You know, I also feel like I'm able to add value to people in those groups as well. When I leave those groups, I found myself saying, man, I'm so glad I went. I got a smile on my face, and I found it to be a worthwhile investment of time. Time. We're going to look at Ephesians chapter 5, verse 13 real quick here. Ephesians chapter 5 says this. It says, be very careful then how you live, not as unwise but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. King James, I think it's King James says, redeeming the time for the days are evil. Be, be wise with how you live. Be wise with your time. Let's get real. Time is a precious, precious commodity, is it not? It is. Uh, I was having a conversation with my son Landon. He's 18, he's a senior, uh, going to be graduating this fall. If you don't know Landon, um, I would say stand, because he's here in this room, I think, but I'd say stand up, but you've already seen him. He's the tallest, tallest person in the room, hands down. You know, you've seen Landon, all right? But uh, and I was talking to him a week or two ago, and it's like, he's in high school, right? And he's finishing up. He's doing quite well with grades and that kind of stuff, and I think he's carrying a 4.1, and he also takes college classes on top of that. He just finished up basketball, but at the time, is still in basketball, and that's a big time commitment right there and practices and games and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, he, he has a job. He's a lifeguard. And so he's got that job as well. He volunteers here. He's, he's the team leader for the, for the lighting crew, all of, all of this lighting. He's the team leader for the lighting crew. And he would love for you to sign up to help, by the way. So um, he has parents who say, you never spend time with us. He's got those. And he's got a girlfriend, which means he's got no time, right? And we were just having that conversation about, dude, you are busy with this and that and stuff, you know, handling it well. But I'm sure everyone in this room could join in with that conversation. 
Everyone in this room could, could talk about, man, yeah, you and me both, you know, we got this and this and that going and everything, and, uh, and uh, uh, we can talk all day about how busy and full our lives are. True? You busy? I'm busy, you know. Again, not an indictment. Preachers have always said, if you're too busy for church, then you need to prioritize your time better. And we would frame it around a nice-sounding sermon that talked about creating margin in your life, you know. We would frame, frame that around something positive. But it's always been an attempt to, um, you know, get you to quit something so you have time to do something with us, you know what I mean? And what I've come to realize, though, is that modern life has taken on a lot more responsibility. We can do more faster. The technology and all these kinds of things, what I'm able to accomplish today, you know, 30 years ago, wasn't, we weren't able to accomplish the, the, the amount of, of stuff in the day because, because technology and all this kind of stuff, we're, we're busy. Um, we, we, it takes a lot just to have enough income to live here. It takes two jobs. It takes sometimes uh, two jobs per person to, just to live here. We, then we add kids, right? <laughs> <laughs> then we had, had friends. I heard a Jim Gaffigan a comedian talk about it. He, he has three kids. I'm like, rookie, we have four. But anyways, but he says, talking about how three kids, he's like, imagine that, um, uh, what's it like having three kids? And he says, imagine that you're drowning and someone hands you a baby. <laughs> you know? It's like, we're, we're so full, right? And then the fact that we live in Colorado and there's this intense need to get outside and play as well, right? So while I do agree that, Way too often, we are, we are too busy, and we do need to create margin and prioritize our lives. Busyness does seem to be the theme of the 21st century, normal life in the 21st century. So whatever we decide to invest our time in, it better be worthwhile, right? Am I, am I, am I, is this, this is life, isn't it? Whatever I decide to invest my time in, it really needs to be worthwhile. Ephesians 5, 15, back once again, you know, uh, don't live as unwise, but as wise. And there's so many applications for that. And it specifically mentions redeeming the time. Problem with missing church is eventually you don't miss it. And it makes me wonder, whose fault is that? Whose fault is that? We hear it from the church all the time, don't we? And when I say the church, I'm not talking about mosaic. Please, you know, generally speaking, all right, this idea of the church. We hear it from the church all the time. Don't miss church. You need to be in church, you know. Get here to church and stuff. And, and it comes across as a rebuke and maybe even brings up some guilt and stuff. But, but the question, my question is, and I think every pastor wrestles with this, I hope, um, are we inviting you to something that is a worthwhile investment of your time? Uh, and, and, and you say, well, how dare I? Said, We're talking about Jesus. How dare I suggest that that's not a worthwhile investment of my, of my time? I hope you understand what I'm, what I'm talking about here. You know, uh, I, I was a lead pastor in the Midwest for quite some time. And Midwest is Bible Belt. Anybody from the Midwest? Come on. I'm from the Midwest. I grew up in the Midwest. Um, and there's this overall general mentality with most people that church is good, I really need to be in church, you know, that kind of thing. And, there, and, the, and the emphasis is being in church. But I want you to hear me when I say that being in church is not the point. I mean, if, that's, if, that's, if it's just about being here, then, then don't bother, right? You know, somebody's about to pull me off the stage, <laughs> you know. But, uh, but you know, I, I, I heard... I, 
I started thinking about this, and this really hit me hard during the churchology sermon series that, that, that Pastor Jeff did. It was great. And then I saw this meme right in the middle of that and it just made me think and stew and stew and stew. And then Jeff asked me about preaching on Time Change Sunday, of course. And so I said, sure. And so um, and, and it's like I knew right where I was going to be heading at that time, you know. Um, and I, and I think Jeff would agree and others would agree that, and he's even preached that during the churchology series that, look, it's not a gal about just occupying space and having a big crowd. Now, the fact that church is good and I really ought to be in church is why some people, you know, end up coming. That's great. Nothing wrong with that. That might be why some are here today. And I think that's awesome. And I'm really glad that you followed that not wrong, very good thought all the way here today. And since you're here, our goal is to make this a worthwhile investment of your time. You know how much what goes into this hour and 20 minutes that, 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 uh, that you're here for? I mean, Ben and Jeff and EJ and Leslie and Shoney, Terry, and, and so many others, and so many volunteers, I'm telling you, wow. Do the volunteer thing next week. It's gonna be eye-opening at least. But uh, so many work hard every week to make this short time we have together worth it for you. That by the time you leave, it's like, I'm glad, I'm glad I came. And, and, and you know, we, there's, there's certain tricks, there's certain, I say, I say tricks, understand, just check with me. There's certain things we can do that we know would draw a big crowd. We can start talking about politics, right? Um, the only problem is that would, only, that would fill the room, but with one kind of person. <laughs> Where's the fun in that, right? You know, preaching to the choir, what's the fun in that? And, and there's no Jesus in that either, I don't think. But so anyway, so it's, it's, a, it's a paradox, though. We want the church to grow and fill up. Sure. At the same time, it's not the number one goal. What's our number one goal? Jeff talks about it every week. Yes, they got it. They got it. They got it, Leslie. They got it. So um, helping people experience a Jesus-centered life, and we start by meeting you where you are, no matter where that is, right? Rich, poor, young, old, Republican, Democrat, gay, straight, vaxxed, anti-vaxxed, people of all walks of life and different persuasions, different beliefs even, that's where we start, right there. And we can have a conversation about real life. Because the message of Jesus is for everyone, everywhere, a message that's worth hearing, right? This is good news. And when you're able to, when, and then when you leave here, that you're able to say, man, I'm glad I came. This was real stuff for my, for my life. Yeah. Matter of fact, I do want to scan that QR code. You know? I do want to go to the Connection Center and, and say hello. You know, I do want to go to that Connection Point thing. That's that every once in a while on a Sunday night where we meet pastors and learn more about the church. You know? I do want to go to that men's barbecue and comedy night. You know? I do want to check out life groups. Now, is this an insult to our, our online audience? Because we have some listening online. Uh, and, and, but I guess that depends on if you define church as an hour and 20 minutes once a week. There are so many on our, in our online audience right now who are engaged in the life of our church in so many meaningful ways. And honestly, you know, we want to emphasize being in person if at all possible, but just because, you know, somebody might be listening online doesn't mean the connection is not any less or more meaningful, They're less meaningful. If there's, if there's no good reason to watch online, we wouldn't have it as an option, right? But we want it to be a worthwhile investment of your time. Can I talk to you about life groups? I mentioned life groups just a second ago. Life groups. These are small groups that meet in homes throughout the week, in the middle of the week, 
in the evening for a couple of hours. And I get, and, and, and the thought of, uh, thought of me, you know, if somebody's asking me to give up a couple of hours on an evening in the middle of the week, it's like, wow, that's a big ask, isn't it? Because I got this, I got that, I got that, I got this. I, I, I just scheduled a lunch with somebody um, a month out. Because it's like, how about this date? Nope. How about that date? Nope. How about that date? Well, nope. Sorry, I can't do it. So it's, it's a month out. <laughs> this, this lunch is, you know? Because we're busy. And I get, though, I get emails and calls every week for people saying, I want to be a part of a life group. Uh, are there available life groups? And the good news is yes, but, um, but at the same time, we don't have enough to go around. And so there's life group leaders sitting here that's not yet leading a life group. Talk to me about this stuff here. But we don't have enough to meet our demand. Uh, you want to know something that's worth your time, though. It's life groups, man. Uh, because even though people, these are people with kids, and they're, every week they're saying, can I join, a, is there a life group for, for me, and that kind of stuff like that, and I'm, I'm doing what I can. I'm excited, and I'm also a little bit like, oh, I, 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 there's not much available. But to suggest that you give up that couple of hours of precious evening to spend is a lot. And, we, 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 I, and I'm looking at this crowd, it's like, no, we don't have enough to go around. Yet it's one of the most worthwhile things that you can invest in at Mosaic. I, look, I, I sell a real estate, little joke here. Those are still real estate. If you're familiar with the home buying craziness that we're in right now, you'll appreciate this. That um, getting into life group is, is, in Mosaic is kind of like trying to buy a house right now. <laughs> you know? It's like, I really want to, but what's up? We do have, though, life groups with space available right now. Go to welcomemosaic.com slash groups. Click on all of them. If you see a sign-up button, that means there's room. Do it today. You'll find that it's time. Well, matter of fact, we just started a brand new one uh, as well, so super happy about that. But, uh, but it's time well spent we're, because we're growing in relationship with God, in faith, and with one another. We're yeah, we're having a good time uh, because you're going to find it to be an enrichment to your life. Jesus makes life better. And that's reason enough, but it's an opportunity to add value to others, and you also have people that care about you and want to add value to your life. Um, Vicki is, a, my, my wife Vicki, she's a mentor mom for our MOPS ministry. MOPS is Mothers of, Preschool, uh, mothers of Preschoolers, um, and it's twice a month, and, and these, these moms, who, what, mothers, what mother of preschoolers has Marge has extra time, right? Yet for some reason, all of these moms of preschoolers decide and they guard that time to be here twice a month for the mops thing. And Vicky has this, and, and I guess they, they meet at tables, right? And it's the same table every week. And, uh, and these moms get together and her table of moms has become a close group of women. The kind of support and love they give and receive with one another is, is remarkable here. And despite all of the busyness and craziness and spit up of, of moms of preschoolers, right? Yet it's, there's no way I'm going to miss that because they find it a worthwhile investment of their time. Why? Because of this community that they're finding here. And that's just one example of so many environments that we're trying to offer here. Even a volunteer group like, like Connections or Worship Team or whatever, they find that same kind of community. You know why? It's because something special is happening at Mosaic. Something special is here at this church, and I believe that with all my heart. Look, 
We, we work hard to present a, a high-quality experience on a Sunday morning. We work hard to make sure that we're sharing the pure gospel of Jesus and giving opportunity to, to, to free people to come into this community to, to get to know who Jesus is and to live life his way. But that something special piece doesn't come from here. That's all of you. That's all of you. Not that everybody knows everybody. We're a little too large for that, but that everybody knows somebody. And if that doesn't really describe you, well, that's why we say, hey, hit us up at the Connection Center, you know? Come to Connection Point, that Sunday night thing we do periodically, you know? Come to our men's thing. Come to our women's thing. Come to mobs, these kinds of things. Join a life group, you know? That's where that something special is happening here. It's why we offer so many ways to join in, because we found it to be time well spent. Now, there's a couple other Bible verses that I want to mention, often used to encourage us to be in church. And so the first one is uh, probably the most popular one for this, is Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25. And the New Living Translation says it like this. It says, and let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do. You need to be in church, all right? Don't give up meeting together. Don't neglect the house of God. You need to be in church. Other people are doing it, not you, right? Well, let's let's read the before and after, all right? And here I got the NIV. Uh, The before and after, Hebrews chapter 10, starting in verse 22. It says, let us... Draw near to God with a sincere heart, with the full assurance and faith that that faith brings, having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we possess, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another all the more as you see the day approaching, the day, that day of the Lord, the end, basically, that kind of thing. You know, um, the, the, the point of this passage that's often drawn out is don't skip church. Don't miss church. Be in church. But that's not the point of the passage. The point is this community. Did you hear it? This community of believers and what that does for us, how we're encouraged and, and how we're spurred along and how we're spurring others along, realizing the time in which we live and, and being expressions of God's love in the world around us. It's urgent. It's about time. I hope you understand that I'm not suggesting churches being optional. That's, that's not the point. That's not what I'm trying to say. I'm just saying that while you're here, that's not the main point. And when you're not here, you're still the church. We're the church to the world. Meeting people, giving opportunity for people to experience a Jesus-centered life and meeting them right where they are no matter where that is. Here's where we fuel up. Here's where we're encouraged and supported and we give and receive love to one another and we, we hear about the Lord. We learn more about him. We're filled with the Holy Spirit, right? And out there is where we demonstrate all of that to people who need Jesus. And that's the way it ought to be done. That's, I, think that's, I think that's church, you know? I, I believe that's the heart of your lead, lead team, your, pastor, your lead pastor and other pastors on staff here and our elders. That's the heart Acts chapter 2 is another one that we often mention. Acts, Acts chapter 2, starting in verse 42. This is the early church. The church was in its infancy here. And, uh, and they were, they, 
I mean, they were learning, but they, this, is, this, is, this is the mode of how it happened. Acts chapter 2, starting in verse 42, it says, They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. And everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. And they sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. And this passage, I mean, the suggestion here is not that, well, we need to do it exactly the way they did it. One, that temple doesn't exist anymore, you know, and it's not feasible. Because of time, because of responsibilities, We can't come here every day and meet here all day every day, right? It's just not feasible. But it does describe a group of people who were growing in their faith and devotion to God, a group of people who were being filled with the Holy Spirit, who were giving and receiving value from one another in tangible and intangible ways people whose lives were being enriched, a community that was growing because they were watching something happening that was worthwhile. That's church. That's church. Only in church can something like that happen because it's not just about our efforts. It's God is doing something. There's no other, I can't think of any other organization or group in the world where you can gather this kind of a, this kind of a, of a diverse people all walks of life, you know, the church is made up of, of different races and different backgrounds and different social and economic standpoints and this and that and everything. And we come together for one purpose. Where else but the church can that happen? And that's because of the touch of God that's on that. And I'm telling you, there's something special about what God is doing right here at Mosaic because I, I, see, I see the Facebook posts, I hear the conversations, I'm in those conversations out in the foyer and all that stuff and I see what's happening as, God bring, as, we, as we come together. You know, with like, the fairies, for example, you know, are, they're part of our family and they, they had a need. They're, they're missionaries and we want to support their ministry but, but that, that was for them personally because we love, right? And I've seen it happen in so many areas around our church and stuff. There's something special aspect I mean, I think what we do up here is something pretty special. It's pretty awesome, right? You know, this is quality stuff. But that something special I'm talking about happens right here. It happens out in the foyer. It happens in, 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 in homes throughout the week on, in the evenings as people get together in life groups. It happens at coffee shops and lunches around town. It happens when we just get together and just pray for one another and encourage one another, that kind of stuff. Like, that's what I'm talking about. And we want to invite you into this community that we believe is so worth the time. If it was just about being here and checking off a box of, this is my duty. I, as a Christian, I go to church, you know. I, that has no appeal to me, <laughs> you know what I mean? But to be here and be a part of what the church is really meant to be, oh, that's everything. There are so many things that compete for your time. And honestly... We don't want to throw our hat in as one of the competitors. <laughs> it's not what we want to do. But I believe that when you find something that you don't want to be without, well, there's no competition then, you know? 
Church is a place, it's a living, breathing organism, it's, it's a body of, 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 of believers, a group of people where we can all give and receive value back and forth to one another here. Love one another, encourage one another, learn and grow in a relationship with God and help others do the same. That's church, that's time well spent, that is worthwhile. So kind of the thought that I had when I, when I put this message together was that uh, I'm just going to tag on to that churchology series, you know, and just kind of continue that. And if you missed it, go back. It's online. You can watch it and stuff like that. It's pretty cool stuff. What, what is the point of all of this? It's not just being here. It's, it's, it's being with one another. It's this community. It's, it's this God-filled, Holy Spirit-soaked community of believers that blessing and encouraging and adding value to one another and then going out into the world and doing the same thing out there. When people see that, that's something they're not going to want to miss either. Amen? And so we invite you into this relationship with the Lord Jesus. We invite you into this community like this that I believe is definitely worth the time. Can I pray with you? Father, I pray my heart has been uh, evident today. Lord, sometimes we just get sucked up into life, you know? Um, we get kind of uh, in a mode of our schedules. And church can easily just become one of the pieces of the schedule. Lord, I pray that we would see it so much differently than that. I pray, God, that um, we would find here that something special that I'm talking about. We would find here, Lord, what you really meant the church to be. And that is a, a, that, that community, that group, that support, that encouragement where we can learn more about you, where we can grow in our relationship with you, where we can be filled with your Holy Spirit, God, where we can have a mission and a purpose that's bigger than ourselves, where we can redeem the time, Lord. So many times, man, we spend hours a day scrolling on our phones, wasting time. But Lord Jesus, this is an opportunity to redeem the time. And so, Father, I pray that each of us would have that draw, would have that challenge to not just attend, but God, to be a part of this special community, Lord, and be a part of this body of Christ as we come to know, learn more about who you are and, be, and what we call being saved and growing in that relationship with you, God, and living life your way. Jesus, we love you. And we just commit all of this to you, God. I pray that by the time we leave this place today in just a little bit, that we'd just be able to say, man, I'm so glad I came. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's message. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We invite you to connect with us. If you'd like to give to this ministry, you can do so at welcometomosaic.com slash give. Have a great week.